So a record number of workers are quitting their jobs. So people are less willing to endure low pay, inconvenient hours, and so on. So let's get right into the story. So the number of people quitting their jobs has surged to record highs, pushed by a combination of factors that include Americans sensing ample opportunity and better pay elsewhere. Some 4.3 million people quit jobs in August, about 2.9 percent of the workforce, according to new data released Tuesday from the Department of Labor. Those numbers are up from the previous record set in April, of about 4 million people quitting, reflecting how the pandemic has continued to jolt workers' mindsets about their jobs and their lives. So the phenomenon is being driven in part by workers who are less willing to endure inconvenient hours and poor compensation, quitting instead to find better opportunities. According to the report, there were 10.4 million job openings in the country at the end of August, down slightly from July's record high, which was adjusted up to 11.1 million, but still a tremendously high number. This gives workers enormous leverage as they look for a better fit. So the Labor Department data shows that about eight hundred and ninety-two thousand workers in restaurants, bars, and hotels quit in August, as well as seven hundred and twenty-one thousand workers in retail, an additional seven hundred six thousand employees in professional business services. And 534,000 workers in healthcare and social assistance also left jobs. Nick Bunker, an economist at the job site Indeed, said the numbers were a reflection of the options workers have in current economic market, with the job openings outnumbering unemployed workers and people reevaluating what they want to do. So the high-level people quitting their jobs was likely due in large part to people leaving jobs to take other positions, although the data doesn't specify why people are quitting and where they are ending up. This really elevated rate of people quitting their job is a sign that workers have lots of confidence and they have relatively stronger bargaining positions than they've had in the past. Munger said, "There's lots of demand." And people are seizing the opportunity and quitting their job. For example, if you're working like a $10 per hour job that requires a lot of skills and certifications, right? And you're only getting paid $10 per hour, but you see down the street at like let's say a McDonald's where you could have no skills, no experience, potentially getting paid $15 to $20 per hour just walking in, you might be very tempted to just Go and do that job, right? Or you might end up trying to find a job that is more aligned with something that you actually want to do, because now it might actually pay something that you could actually live off of. So that's something to really think about as well. So Jennifer Booth quit her information technology job at a national retailer in August, after months of working as many as 90 hours a week during the pandemic to help the company revamp its e-commerce system. The final straw came when the chain began moving hundreds of finance and tech jobs overseas. She said, "To be working as much as humanely possible for all of 2020 and then get told we don't matter, it felt like crap." Said Booth, 48 of Denver. 
She began looking for a new job in January and briefly considered moving to Hawaii. By July, she found a new position with comparable pay and in an insurance company. And two months in, she says she feels appreciated. The workplace is more collaborative, and there are opportunities to move up. I feel so doggone lucky to have found something better. She said, "I lived through hell for 18 months until I finally realized I don't have to do that anymore. There are brighter pastures, and that's the way that a lot of people are thinking now because there's more opportunities to find something that pays the same or better in a completely different field." So Julia Pollack, a labor economist at ZipRecruiter, said that the Labor Department data was another indication of how the pandemic has shaken up the labor market. All this talk about the Great Resignation and the epic labor shortage of 2021 is not hyperbole, she said. While job offerings were more consistent before the pandemic, the range of questions facing employers. Like how they deal with remote and flexible work, compensation and bonus packages are giving workers a more varied set of positions to choose from. People are sorting themselves into conditions that suit them best," said Pollock, "and that's why we're seeing this huge reshuffling. People are voting with their feet." ZipRecruiter's data shows that workers are increasingly looking to change industries from sectors like retail and hospitality into others, where work is more likely to be able to be done remotely, like customer service. Some 20% say they are now looking for remote work options because of the pandemic, and another sizable chunk says they are looking for more flexibility. Whitney Morency, 29 of Queens, New York, is one of those people. She only recently found a new position again as a corporate assistant at Macy's after losing her job in retail for the company Kate Spade early on in the pandemic. She said the job openings numbers belied the challenges for many workers like her who were hoping to change industries, a shift influenced by the pandemic, but on her wish list from before too. A lot of companies were hiring, but seemed like they weren't taking anyone in. She said, saying that in more than a year of scanning job sites like Indeed and Monster, she felt that the level of experience companies were asking for was higher than it used to be. A change, she believed, was due to corporations dialing back remote training. The Labor Department data add more context to a surprising aspect of the pandemic. Workers are emerging with more choices, as many employers say they are struggling to staff. Up, the labor market is still down about five million jobs from where it was before the pandemic began, and that doesn't even account for the job growth that would have normally occurred over that span. Employers in many industries, including hotels, restaurants, and construction, have complained about difficulty hiring workers after the pandemic upended the labor market and made many people less willing to take low-wage jobs. Republican officials in many states sought to address the issue by curtailing federal unemployment benefits this summer, but those cuts seem to have done little to resolve the issue. And in September, the country added just 194,000 jobs, despite the record numbers of openings. And here's the thing: like when there's more openings, when there's more competition available, 
is going to give workers more opportunities to find the best job that fits their own life, right? Instead of a situation where, like, let's say that you got to just get whatever is there because you need to pay some bills right now because these jobs are very few and far between, right? But if you're in a situation where you could pretty much go pretty much anywhere and potentially get paid like $15 an hour, regardless of where it is, and you know you could probably just call pretty much any business and get hired, regardless of your experience for the most part, because they need labor so bad, it gives people a lot of options available to them. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.